This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help DGENs only cash big, cash big, including 50% deposit match on your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP, to get a 50% deposit match. And we're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the app store today and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. And we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers. They make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome back, everybody. We uh, have already done two shows. This is the betting show. Uh, so we're going to get down and dirty with uh, some long shots, some degen plays. And uh, yeah, listen, we're going to try to make your wallet fatter over at mybookie.ag uh, or wherever you place your bets. Uh, so it's me, Boston Capper, and Steve, the god of golf himself, Shermer. Uh, although I did like, what did Sean call you earlier tonight? It was, uh, I like that one too. Oh, oh, the, uh, the Prince of props or something, <laughs> something like that. Some, like, uh, the, oh, oh, the Pied Piper of props. the Pied Piper. That's right. I like See, that. That's I'm what, gonna... that's why he's a pro. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's why he is a comedy writer. And, uh, and uh, I'm a degenerate who uh, talks about, uh, gambling on sports. That's it. So, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, man. Listen, I'm stoked. Uh, I mean, uh, the nice thing about the masters is doesn't matter what book you work with, uh, there's so many stupid bets out there. So many. Oh yeah. We're going to talk about a lot of stupid bets tonight. We're going to hopefully make a lot of money off these stupid bets, but yeah, okay. I mean, at any time you have a major, the books go all out with pretty much anything you want. Player props, tournament props, you name it. And tonight we have a full menu. We have the cheesecake factory menu on the, Ooh, on the that's a big menu. That's the Andy Reed menu. We do. And you know what? We got a lot of things on here and everything is good. So, you know, let's, let's not waste any more time. You know, let's, let's get to it. All right, man. Uh, so uh, is there anything we want to talk about just uh, off the top? Uh, tea times came out today. Uh, you see any advantage one way or another? Well, I mean, it, 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 I think it's going to be weird because they don't normally split the teas, but because of daylight this year, you know, the, some guys are going to go off 10, some guys are going to go off one. And I, I think the guys, you know, it's kind of a rough break. They go off 10 just because that's three really tough holes in a row there. I mean, 10 never an easy hole, especially in the morning there. If it's a little colder, you got bending around the corner. It's a, it's a longer part Four, 11 is one of the hardest holes on the golf course. And then 12, I mean, that's a nervy shot over the Creek there. So you know, I mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so I'm looking at, you know, right early in the morning, you got John Rom, you got the shamble, you got Louie. I mean, poor Louie. I mean, he's going to be on for the ride for the, you know, the Bryson road show there. And then, I mean, <laughs> Are you a little worried? You're a big ROM backer. You're starting off on 10. Nah. A little worried about that? You're, you're nope. good? Nope. Mentally tough, dude. Mentally tough. This dude has played here before. He knows He knows what the back nine is. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's some fresh kid coming out. Like, he knows. Like, look, hey, if I struggle a little bit on the back nine, keep it calm. I'll be okay. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's how I feel about ROM. 
All right. Well, hopefully he doesn't take out the sign to aim in corner with his driver. You know, if he uh, puts one in the woods. So yeah, I mean, listen, all the tee times are out. Uh, there's a couple interesting ones. Uh, you know, I mean, we mentioned Rom DeChambeau and Uswiesen. Uh, a little after that, going off on ten is Patrick Reed, Paul Casey, Tony Fino. I think that's a pretty high-profile group there. Um, Tiger is getting the legends treatment. He's with the U.S. AM champ Andy Ogletree and Sheila. I mean, I, I, honestly, like I looked at that that pairing, I'm like, oh, that's kind of sad. I mean, he's not really a feature guy anymore, but I mean, well, you know, they usually want, they want the defending champ with the U S am champ there. So, you know, I understand. I mean, I, I think in the afternoon, that's where the stronger tea times are. You know, you got bubble Matthew Wolf and Fleetwood at 1130. You got Adam Scott, more cow and Hatton shortly after that. And then probably the best group of the day is right at high noon DJ, Patrick Cantley, Roy McIlroy, three guys that can definitely win this tournament. So uh, yeah. that'll be fun, you know, yeah. on ESPN coming down the stretch there on Thursday. I do think, you know, as far as like first round leader bets and stuff like that, like the guys going off in the afternoon on one, like, especially if it's going to be a little colder, a little soggier, uh, a little wetter uh, in the morning. Like, uh, I feel like we should look to the afternoon tea times and going off on one. Like, I mean, really, you know what I mean? Like if I was like the whole tournament goes like, whatever, it's going to get flip flop the next day uh, and it'll even out. But first round leader bets, we should probably focus on afternoon guys going off at one, po- you know, possibly, but you know, I look at the weather all day. It's going to be relatively warm. And I mean, the winds aren't gonna be that tough. I don't know. I mean, I don't think there's going to be that whole big, of, I don't think there's gonna be a huge advantage with either tea time there, but yeah, you know, I mean, it, you know, that's, that's a good lean. I mean, usually, usually the first round leaders guys are guys you want to go in the morning because a little softer, but you know, right. maybe there is something to it with in the afternoon of you know, kind of warms up a little bit. It warms up a little bit. And like, as like, like playing, playing down here in Florida, like you go off early in the morning, like it's, it's super dewy, man. Like you're, you're like, it doesn't matter what time of year you're playing in the humidity factor of it. And I imagine uh, I lived in Georgia for a little while in Savannah uh, and uh, just as dewy there, uh, just as humid. Uh, and your ball gets zero, zero roll <laughs> in the morning. You know what I mean? And if it's already going to be playing soft like that on the fairway and you're going to have a bunch of dew accumulation, like, I mean, for me anyway, I, I'm going to be looking at afternoon guys try to get a little more roll out of it. And I mean, that's it. I mean, I could, I could be completely fucking wrong, but Ooh. that's the way I'm looking. We'll see. And then, I mean, speaking of weather too. So, you know, the forecast hasn't really changed a whole lot. It looks like it's going to be rain every day, at least through Sunday. Yeah. And then there's also the possibility that that tropical storm could turn, make a hard right turn, hit the floor panhandle and come right up rolling through Georgia on Sunday. So oh, no. that's not great. I mean, this is not really what we were promised when they said in November masters, but you know what? We're going to make do. There's yeah, still man. plenty to be ma- made, you know, be sure. We were we uh, waiting for the masters for 18 months, dude. I don't give a shit what conditions it is played in. <laughs> like exactly. I just want to see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want it to happen. I want it to go off. I mean, back in match, the worst St. Patrick's day ever, uh, Florida gets shut down where I live. Tom Brady goes to the fucking bucks and there's no more sports. There's no more bars. Like Christ have mercy. Like, I, like I can't complain about anything at this point in my life. Cause I was like, Oh my God, dude, this is what is happening. And now, <laughs> now we at least have the masters. Okay. We got the masters. Let's hold on to that and not worry about anything else that's going on in the outside world that we might've talked about off the pod, but let's just, uh, let's focus on the masters, try to make some money. And, uh, you know, we can trade that for something. If bad stuff happens, there you go. All right, let's get to it. Where are we starting first? So what do we want to do? We want to do top tens. 
Yeah, why don't we start with that? And uh, why don't why don't you lead off as far as a couple guys you like as far as a top ten prop, and and then what you're thinking behind it is. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. So uh, so with the top ten props, like uh, you can't take the chalk, right? You don't want to take the guys who are up in that nine ten thousand dollar region in DK anyway. Uh, so uh, a lot of my guys are long shots, man. Because look, whatever. Like, listen, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to grind out a couple dollars here or there. I want to I want to get a couple pops, right? So like coke crack. Plus five fifty. Uh, Finau is one of my lower ones at plus three hundred. Top ten, top five. Tony, come on, and top five is actually plus five fifty for him. I All right, I really like Finau at plus five fifty. Top five, I really do. Like, I I feel like that's. I mean, the numbers correlate two fives. Top five, Tony. Let's go. <laughs> That's all it that is. is. That is the total gut call right there. Just based on what the numbers are. That's it, man. <laughs> you're going to play uh, like pick 10, pick six, two after this you know, with, <laughs> yeah, exactly. with your uh, kid's birthday. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and the other ones I like dude, uh, Bubba plus 300. Like we've talked, we talked about this on the DFS podcast, by the way, go back, download that stuff. So you can go get your DFS winning lineups in, uh, but it, plus 300 top 10 dude. the guy is in such good form. If the guy could figure out putting like he would, his ball striking numbers are insane right now. They're just, they're just insane. And that dude's lag putts at Augusta. I feel like it's there like top 10, like plus 300 uh, Matty Wolf. Uh, plus three fifty. So I guess my thought on this is that uh, I listened to some other people talk about it and went back and kind of looked. And if it's a Bryson course, Matt Wolf also finishes well. So a little correlation there. Uh, if he's, I know he's a debutante or you know whatever, but debutante doesn't mean one you can't win. It doesn't mean you're also not going to compete, right? Um, so. At, Plus three fifty. If we think Bryson's gonna do it, why isn't Wolf built for the same thing? They're he's like a they correlate based on his game, right? Like I, I feel like that's fine. Uh, Connors, Connors plus nine hundred. Uh, we talked about it. Just a bomber. Uh, if you could figure out putting, and then Siwoo at uh, you know plus a thousand, just cause. I love Siwo. And listen, if he turns it on this week, man. I mean, this this is a dude who I legit think could finish top five if. He can put it together. I mean, no question. I mean, he has one of the highest upsides of anybody. He just has a really low floor too. So, I mean, so when I approach top 10 props and it's for me, I don't mind going chalk a little bit just because it, it usually is. I try to focus top 10 props on guys that I really like for the golf course. I just don't think are going to win, but I think they're going to be up there too. So, you know, I, I look at these and I see Dustin Johnson at plus 110, and it's, you know, I, I can see of those top guys, I can see things going wrong for a lot of them. Like with Bryson, I can see things going wrong, even though I've been pumping them up all week. I mean, Justin Thomas, I can see that going wrong for him. I can see it go wrong for Rom, Rory, even Brooks a little bit too. But for Dustin Johnson, I, I have a hard time thinking just how his game is. And how this golf course is set up that he's not at least in the mix on Sunday. So I, I, I like that plus one ten. I'm with you on Bubba Watson too, just because the form is there. He's long. He's a good fit for the golf course. I think he can overcome it a little bit with his putter just because he's familiar there. Do I think he's going to win? No, but I love plus three hundred there with that. And uh, you know, listen, I, I I was on the main show and uh, Matthew Wolf got brought up, and you're exactly right. If this is a Bryson golf course, we have to consider Matthew Wolf too. And I mean, he's long. Like I said yesterday on the DFS podcast, the Iron Game's so okay. He was struggling off the tee. If he can get that right, 
I mean, it's, it's a really, it's gonna be a really wide open area because it's going to play a little wider. The, the thing with Matthew Wolf and why I don't like him to win. Cause I mean, I looked at that 40 to one price. I'm like, listen, we've had a couple of young guys, you know, do really well at majors. Let's say you can't do it here. Problem with him is everything is a right to left tee shot. And Augusta national, eventually you're going to have to hit it left to right. Dude just doesn't have that in his game right now. So I think he's going to fall a little bit short, but I, I can definitely see him at a go- golf tournament. That's probably going to have a lot of birdies. He's really explosive. I like plus three fifty for a top 10 there. Do all of that. And the, and the DJ, I mean, that's basically free money, right? That's free money. I mean, pretty much. I mean, that, that, that oh, was, that's, uh, free money. that's, that's about as for me, if there was, I mean, listen, there's no locks in golf, but if, if, if that, if I was going to play a golf that, or uh, play a lock here, I mean, I, I think plus one ten for DJ top ten Look, is a lock. I, I have a very it's, hard. It's time not, it's not exciting. Not. You're not investing in some tech startup or anything like that. You just throw in a couple bucks in like a treasury, <laughs> a treasury stock, maybe a little tip ETF or something like that, and whatever. Take your little profit and go and roll that into yeah. something else. Seriously, yeah, listen, DJ. You got, you got, yeah, you got to take your money where you can get it, and then just that that's that stands out to me. I have yeah. a very hard time thinking he's not in the mix. What do you think about Coke Crack at plus five fifty? So because, listen, here's I, since we had talked last night. I have gone even deeper <laughs> on Coke rack and I might need somebody uh, to talk me way down. <laughs> like, I, is you, do you still love him as much as we did when we talked yesterday? So I love him, but here's where I think your methodology, as far as picking top 10 props and, you know, in my difference. So you have the dead heat rule and that ends up screwing you a lot on some of these payouts. Oh, so yeah. like, so what's Coke cracks upside here? Like, do you think he's going to get like above like sixth, seventh, like just finish alone. So that rule doesn't come into play. See, for me, like when you look at some of those lower tier guys, I'd rather just get the safety net of the top 20, even if there's a dead heat rule there, like there's still more room to navigate there so where yeah. you can get the full payout. So, I mean, I I'm willing to take a little bit less with Kokrak as a top 20 plus 225, which oh, is still a, pretty good. I mean, I still like him a lot. Top. I won't have to worry about the dead heat rule. Whereas if you take him top 10, I mean, depending on how many guys you're, he's tied with there, it might actually yeah. be a lower payout. Right. So I, I so I'm going to shade more to a top 20 for him okay. than a top 10. But listen, like if you if you want like you know a better long shot for a top 10, if you feel really strongly about it, listen, he, he's getting a ton of steam this week. He's getting um, too much. Steam. Terrifies me, man. Well, it's it because terrifies. I think it's because of that DraftKings price. I mean, if the pricing came out Sunday. I think he's a thousand bucks higher than what he is on DraftKings, just because yeah. it's, it's just it's too low. So I think other- that I think that's what's driving the popularity too. People are seeing the DraftKings. I mean, DraftKings is probably the most popular oh, yeah, avenue with golf now. They see that. I think that's kind of driving the momentum right now. Right. So, see, and there's some other there's there's one other long shot that uh, since we we talked DFS, I listened to uh, I listened to Peter Jennings today, and uh, he does that action action podcast or whatever it is um, with uh, Peter Sobel, <laughs> and the, both of them are all over uh, posted. And I'm like, no, 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 don't take don't take my sixty three hundred dollar play away. No, like. <laughs> so it's funny. You know what's funny? I mentioned it. So I I follow a couple guys on Action Network, and. I get notifications of who they're on. And a lot of them, those guys are on the shorter hitters and the scramblers. And I don't think that's the play. I mean, that's like, it's, it's going to be a long golf course. And all those guys are really short. Like you really want to bet like post in like hundred well, one or something post, like that. Post in DraftKings, man, 6,300 gives you a ton of salary. Really, I know. Right? I know for DraftKings, but I'm seeing them like put like outrights and props on them. And I, I think that's just misguided as far as what the golfer is going to play. So, I mean, the fact he's getting steamed too. 
I I don't know. I mean, that's, Steve, which is fucking terrifying. That that is a little terrifying. But when this I, isn't a DraftKings when show. This when I randomly when I randomly find a sixty three hundred golfer that I like and. Then all of a sudden he starts picking up steam. That's fucking red flags, man. Red flags. Because if I see it and all those other guys see it, the other people who listen to them are playing them. But like, uh, yeah, like uh, I gotta find, I gotta find a pivot off of, off of them now. Well, but th- here's the thing, though. It's you're just fishing for a top ten prop. What is his odds? Uh, on top ten. Oh, I already have him in my top ten, bro. I have him in my. Oh, uh, you just, you just. No, no, I got, no, I got him in my top twenty. He's plus five hundred, top twenty. Okay, yeah. See, see, I like so. One of the things I love to do with top twenties is get like 10, 12, 15 guys. And depending on how you bet your units, you only need about a third of them to actually make a profit. So, uh, so some of the guys I like, I mean, you know, I mean, so I mentioned co-crack plus two twenty-five. I saw, so a guy that we both are a little lower on, but I see the top 20 price. It's a little higher than what I like, but I mean, so Colin Morcow is plus one twenty for a top 20 and Listen, the ball striking is going to be there. I think he's going to hit a lot of greens. So, you know, one of the weaker areas, you know, of his game is scrambling. I think he's going to avoid that. So, can I see him just ball strike his way to a top twenty finish? Yeah, and I'm getting plus one twenty there. So, I mean, I can see it going wrong, but I'm getting plus odds. I like that. I mean, he's a really good player. You know, his ceiling is probably a little higher than that, but I'm being a little more conservative there. You know, I already mentioned Jason Kokrak plus two twenty five. I like him a lot. I just wanted the safety net, you know, to prevent the dead heat rule. Cam Champ is a guy I think is really high. I don't love the plus two fifty price, but I'm just really high on him this week, just as far as what he can do. Again, it's kind of like, all right, so if Matthew Wolf, if this is a Bryson course, Matthew Wolf can do it. Cam Champ is not as good as the other guy, but I think he's got you know top fifteen upside as far as what he can do on the golf course, and he's playing good. Like we mentioned yesterday, he's gained eleven shots tee to green his last two tournaments. So yeah, you, you, um, tur- you turned me on Champ yesterday. Like, yeah, I. Like I, you, I, I, I you put me on him and I was tweaking with uh, the lineups. Like I got like 15 built now and uh, I'll do, I'll do some more. Uh, and I was like, I was flipping him in because I mean, you're right. It's a hundred percent right. If we think price is going to do it, Wolf's going to do it. Why can't champ? Right. So, all right. So where are a couple of, do you got our, some other top 20 guys you like? So uh, I, I like see at 450 Smith at 225. I like kids at plus 350. I know he's a short knocker. I know, I know, I know. What's his highest finish at the Masters? I don't, I don't think it's that high. It's he has to have a top twenty. All right, you keep what talking. I'm, yeah. You keep talking. I'm gonna look it so, up. So, uh, but I mean, it's basically that. Like, so I like Connors at plus three fifty as well. Like, so like you're gonna see this theme. Like, I, I feel like I am just in this mode of a certain golfer for the most part. It's gonna be a guy who can who's longish off the tee. Okay or good with the irons. And if he can have a good putting week, then he'll roll. Right. I mean, that's kind of what I'm looking for. And I'll throw a couple of guys with the gut thing in like a kiz or some shorter knockers. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I know you, you, you scare me off of these guys. <laughs> All right. So with Kiz- Kisner, his best finish came in 2019. I keep wanting to see last year, but I mean, it's 18 months ago. So well, uh, he fit. So he finished T 21, but if you remember around that time, he was playing really well. He just won the he match really play. Well. Yeah. Not, he's not coming in. I mean, you know, I not coming in talked high. about it yesterday. He played well, the Zozo, I think right. this is a different golf course. I don't know if I like that. So uh, another guy, he's three to one. I'm really high on him. I mean, I know you make fun of it just because he seems like, you know, he's everybody's DFS play. He doesn't really watch it, but Eric Van Royens 
plus 300. I just, I love how long he is off the tee. It's going to be really wide for him. He's gained about a shot per round in the field. His last 14 rounds. Uh, I think that's, I think his approach a good is super for good right now too, right? Yeah. I mean, his ball striking is just really good uh, yeah. lately. So I, I like him. Um, you know, your boy Sebastian Munoz. I like him too. He's plus 450 for a top 20. Yeah. That's I, guy I'm going to like yep. too. And then, uh, and then another South African, he's six to one Christian Bazaden hoot. Um, you know, I mean, he's had some really strong finishes in the U S he actually played really well. The players until it got shut down. I think he was uh, in the top 10, you know, before. I was on my way to the players when they shut it down, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> I was driving to the players. They were like, can't no more fans. It's like, doesn't oh. it seem like three years ago since it like, seems happened. like fucking forever ago. Uh, so I'm not even going to pretend to know who the hell you just talked about. So, so School there's me a all right, so I think I'm going to turn you on it because I you're a degenerate and you love little leans like this. So there's yes, a have you heard have you heard the Omega Desert Dubai Classic lean with the Masters? <laughs> I have not, but I am all. So this so so this was something that was popular in 2018. So okay. in 2016, Danny Willett won the Omega Desert Dubai Classic and then went on to win the Masters. 2017, okay. Sergio won it. And then he won the Masters. So that was a little popular. So Chris Bazaid, he didn't win, but he lost in the playoff there. He played really well there. He actually beat Bryson. Bryson kind of would play that tournament, blew it. And then Bazaid, who looked like he was going to win, and then he put it in the water in the playoff. So I guess there is something to it that guys who play well at the Omega Desert Dubai Classic play well. He played well there. But just overall, he's a good iron player. He can roll the rock. He has some upside in order to you know show well. What's the I mean, number in the top 20? It's six to one. Ooh. That's that's worth it. I mean, it's it's just your it's a long shot top twenty bet. I mean, if you look at some of the other guys who are top can twenty you, down can, there, I mean, can you can you just text me how to spell his name <laughs> so I can make sure I I will the FS lineups because I mean, listen, you, you you look at other top twenty guys around that range. Like you're looking at Lucas Glover, Rafa Cabrera Bayo, yeah. Max Homer. Like these are just kind of crap guys that have no shot. But Bazan Hood has put up good performances where he at least has the upside to get up there. So I think if you're going to look for a long shot, top 20 down in that range, I, I think that's a good name. Yeah, dude, that's deeper than my post in it. 500. Mm -hmm. I like there it. There you go, buddy. Like it. I've been to Dubai a few times. Have you? I have. My that's wife so wants to go there. I'm like, no, you're not going oh. there. Oh, she definitely does not. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to go, but she doesn't want to go. Uh, and I was there. They were in 07, 08 couple times. Yeah. It, they had a Western side and an Eastern side. Very interesting. Uh, but it was, I was there during Ramadan. I woke up hungover, went down to my hotel to smoke a cigarette on the street. I got quickly ushered off the street for smoking a cigarette. Surprise it. Well, I'm not going to make a comment. <laughs> let's, let's just move on. <laughs> they had a Western side. So whatever, like I had no idea it was Ramadan. What the fuck did I know? It was in my twenties. I don't know. They, um, <laughs> All right, All right so let's let's move on. Let's move on. That's right. Let's let's move on. Top pass champion. What do you got? Well, I mean, so uh, so who so we got like Patrick Reed, I think is a favorite. We got Tiger up there. We got, you know, Danny Willard speed. So I, I think I mean we both like Bubba. He's sitting at plus three fifty. I think that's yes. my pick. I mean, yes, I look at some of the I, I I look at some of the other guys around there, just how they are. Like, you know, Patrick Reed, I just don't think it's a good Patrick Reed week for how the golf course is gonna play. He's out. Adam Scott's five to one. I, I just don't love no. his form coming in. Tiger, I'm I'm out on speed. I'm out on. And then after yeah. that, you got Phil, Zach. So it's literally the only play, right? 
I, th- I think so. I mean, just of the former, I mean, unless you think Freddie couples is going to have, you know, a magic week and, you know, maybe show he, out uh, six is one. Maybe you get on in that, uh, what was that old stuff that was in the uh, airline magazine it was the same, like 65 year old dude who was all jacked. And, uh, <laughs> they took, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, uh, I, I don't. <laughs> the, uh, they used to have this ad that was in there no matter what. And it was the same guy who you would do it for 10 years. It was the same guy. He was 65 and all of a sudden he was jacked. If he just took these pills. <laughs> like, oh, right. <laughs> sure. like right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I was here six years ago. And it was the same dude. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, listen, I like, I like Bubba is absolutely just lock for that. Like he's a lock. I mean, he, I wouldn't call, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a lock, but I like that bet the best. A plus yeah, the who's the only one who can spoil it? Reed's the only one who can spoil it. Probably, probably it would come down to Reed and I just don't like the, that week for him. So right. Bubba will be my bet for that. Bubba as top lefty is very, it's what minus two fifty, but it's still, I mean, at that point it's free money. Like who, who, who else does he have with him? No, I mean, Phil's not being them. Yucks and Lynn. I never even heard of Phil's guy. not going to make the cut. No, and then poor Mike Weir. I mean, he's not even going to make the ladies team. Poor Mike so, Weir. yeah, I knew you were going to get that answer right. <laughs> the, uh, I swore it was Mike Weir. <laughs> oh no, I, mean, I, I was surprised. Well, you know what? We're not going to spoil anything. You got to go listen to that episode. There was that's a question that involved Mike Weir. If you guys want to, you know, <laughs> that's how deep we got into the Masters. That's how deep. That's how deep. Yep. Uh, Steve yep. got tougher questions than I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so top. Top ass champion. I mean, that's it, right? I mean, I mean, that's got to be, right? Yeah, for me, it's 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 Bubba, and I don't think there's much of a debate there. I mean, we've we've talked enough about how much we like Bubba this week, all the stats. We're not going to regurgitate it. I think, I think if you want that prop, that's that's the one to go to. Solid. All right, so let's go to nationalities. What's your favorite nationality prop? Well, I mean, so I look at the top Asian prop, and I mean, it's kind of a weak offering just because. You know, you got some, you got a lot of guys at the bottom there that just, they don't really have any business being in this field. They got in the field mostly because it was locked in April. They hadn't been very good last six months. So, you know, like, you know, Ben on's not playing very well right now. He's an eight to one scrap him. Everyone else passed it, you know, CT pan jazz, John, Wandanon, that's not very good. Song Kang. Why he's actually one of the worst players I ranked in this field as far as so I think the top Asian comes down to the top three favorites. You got Hideki at plus one fifteen, Sung J a three to one, Sewell Kim is plus five fifty. I mean, I, I I can never get a good read on Sung J. It is his first masters. He's so up and down. I don't know if I can trust him this week as far as just you know his game. So for me, it comes down to I think a big bet on Hideki just because I love the form come in. You know, I think he, I, I, I think the putter is going to let him down, but I think his floor is pretty safe without us hitting it. And then Siwoo at plus five, five fifty. I think those are the two bets there. You know, so maybe put a couple units on Hideki, sprinkle a little bit on Siwoo. And I think one of those two is probably going to take it down. I say the opposite. I say put more on Siwoo and sprinkle a little bit on Hideki to make up for your possible losses for betting on Siwoo. Okay. <laughs> right. Like, hey, how, like, however, however your betting betting methodology is, right? You know, go for I, it. Those are the, the higher upside, like, though. Take the higher upside guy. I'm, I'm exactly the same. There, there, there's nobody else because I can't I I can't pin down him either. Like I I literally can't. Like it's I don't get that guy. <laughs> like I know it's it seems like when we come on the pod when we're on him he's cool when we're not he's warm and just I I don't know. I mean, if you want to fade us because we're terrible at picking him, yeah, bet him at have at. one, I guess. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. We can't pick this dude, so whatever. Just do the opposite of what we say for him. Uh, yeah, All I right. love that. 
But as far as bad methodology goes, I definitely, I, I would. So for me, I'd put more on the longer shot and then just cover whatever you're putting down with a little extra juice on, on the favorite with the deck. Okay. And that, that way, makes sense. that way, if you, if you hit the favorite, whatever you covered your, your stupid bet on Siwoo. And if Siwoo happens to win, you're fucking golden. <laughs> there you go. All right. So what's another one that, uh, that you like top Englishman. Oh man, you hate all of them. Why are you betting? I do one? hate them all because uh, I think Paul Casey at plus seven hundred is probably the bet for me. Yeah, that's pretty good value just because Such of all these guys. I mean, Such I mean, the course history is good. I mean, you know, seven hundred. That is, that should be much lower. That should be probably lower than Rose. That should be lower than Fitzpatrick. Probably. Yeah, that's that's value. I like man. it. That's I valid. like it. That's, that's a good pick there. <laughs> and look, I put my feelings aside. <laughs> is there, is there any other Englishman you would consider there? I guess. I mean, you got Hatton there three to one. I mean, I know you're not high on him. I like him a lot this week. So you're I told you, he's my, listen, you told, you told me actually that he's my spirit animal. I was like, Oh Christ. He actually is my spirit animal. He is, um, he is but so I actually think it's Rose as gross as that is that it comes out of my mouth, man, you guys with Rose, I don't get it. Listen, I don't get it either. And listen, maybe I, maybe I listened to something that like, listen, you realize it does not take me much to get on something, right? Like we have been over this numerous times, right? So like his course history is super good. He's not playing great, but versus the rest of them, like, his course history is so good here. Like it just is. And I mean, he's not playing so bad. Fitzpatrick fucking Fleetwood. I will I, never, am I going to bet fucking Fleetwood at a course like this over Rose? Yeah. And why he, why he's the second favorite of this. I don't understand that. He's probably third or fourth. No, yeah. No way. Get him the fuck out of my face. Uh, it, it, look, I like Fitzpatrick, but I like him in hotter courses. Right. I like him where it's going to be windy. I like it where it's going to be your typical English golf course. Um, I was on Westwood last week, Uh, but that's actually another one. That's actually not bad. I would typically like Poulter here, but apparently there's something going on with his back. Okay. Based off of some social media stuff. And maybe we should get a clearer picture on that tomorrow, but I'll throw something in the Slack channel for that. Uh, Cause I've been looking at that because because of where he's priced on DFS, uh, like I wanted some shares and now I'm starting to back off a little bit. It seems like his back might not be right. And yeah, so that would be it, man. I, I would do Rosa plus five fifty. I mean, yeah, that's it. Rosa plus five fifty, and and give me Casey at plus 700. Come on. All right. There you go. All right. So another nationality prop I like is the top South African. And I mean, I, I, I so I like Eric Van Roy as top 20 prop. I like Christian Bazan hood as a top 20 prop too. And you know, Louis is the big favorite relative to everybody else. And I mean, I, I like Louis, but I've also seen it go really wrong for Louis sometimes too. And I, I like the upside of Van Royen and Bazan hood just overall for the tournament. So I think I'm going to put a little bit on, you know, Van Royen at four to one and Bazan hood six, six, to, uh, six and a half to one there. And then hope that one of them can just come out on top. What do you think about for Telly, man? Like that dude plays so good. And then like, he just kind of melts down over like four holes. 
and ruined. Yeah, I mean, it just I I looked at the ball striking numbers. It's not really all that inspiring lately. I don't know. Has he played in the Masters before? I think it's is this his first Masters? No, it's not his first Masters. I think he missed the cut last year and he lost a stroke to the field. So okay. I mean, let's say it's it's a small sample size. I don't know. Nothing really popped out on me this week. I, I I like the other two a little better there. All right. All right. Well, let's move on to the top collegiate player. Mm, so which college are you picking? I picked AZ and I took my man, Rom. I'm taking the juice. <laughs> <laughs> I will lay it down. Let's what, what is, what is the juice on that? Uh, hold on. Let's pull it back up. Well, I'll, I'll talk. So, so the other one that's, that's popular is the top Oklahoma state guy. And it's, I, I think it would be a little, I mean, so the top two guys are, you got Matthew Wolf in there. You got Ricky Fowler. And I think Tyler Duncan's the third guy. I think he's an Oklahoma state guy. It would have been a little better if he hit through Victor Hovland in that too, because he's an Oklahoma state guy. But listen, we both talked about how bad Ricky's been. We don't have high hopes for him. And you can, you can get Matthew Wolf at even money as top Oklahoma state guy. And I, I know when you threw that bet out on the show we did that you guys have to listen to, I was like, God damn it. That's free money. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. Funny. I mean, I think that is free money. Just betting Matthew Wolf, low, you know, uh, Oklahoma State guy. Uh, I mean, I I don't have high hopes for Ricky, and I, I think Tyler Duncan's the other guy. Um, now they don't have they don't, they, so they have Charles Howell. C H Wait, he's an Oklahoma State guy. Yeah, I thought he was a. I thought he was a. Oh, he's a C H three. Oh. Well, I don't like him either. So <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter, right? <laughs> it does, that doesn't do much for me either. Wait, timeout. Fucking Casey went to Arizona State. He did. Limey prick. Uh, whatever. I'm, I'm, eat, I'm eating the. I'm eating the minus one eighty six. You don't want to go with the ultimate underdog, Chez? No, fuck. Ten to one. That little, no, fuck no, dude. I think he's in my missed cut pile. actually. Hang on. <laughs> I think you gotta pay juice in order to bet in this country. Because I was interested too. I was like, "Whoa, minus <laughs> minus one forty. No, he doesn't." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I don't like Chess as a shot in hell either. So, yeah, absolutely. So. All right, so you got that. You got that. All right, so uh, I'm gonna go refill a drink. I want you to break down for everybody who's not in the slack the brilliance of the hole in one prop and how to play it. Because it brought a tear to my eye the way you broke down those goddamn odds and the right way to bet it. Please. All right, all right. So, so let me testify. So let me testify. So I see this with books every single year, and it just they don't know how to properly put these odds. And I mean, listen, if you if you watch the Masters every year, what do you know about hole in ones? It's going to come on Sunday and it's going to come on 16 because they purposely put the pin in the bottom of that basin. I mean, basically the 16th green where they put the pin, it's like the miniature golf hole where kind of funnels all to the center there. The ball just goes in. So, you know, with modern technology, it used to be a little bit of a rarity, but it's happened really frequently lately. I think it's happened at least, I think there's been a hole in one. And 16, I think three of the last four years and with modern technology, how these hit these clubs, I mean, they're taking shorter irons into greens. They can put it where, you know, they can hit it left to right, right to left, and they can put it right in the middle of the green. The ball just funnels in and it goes in. So, but how this book, and I'm not going to put this book on blast. It's not my bookie because my bookie is actually priced as properly. It's, it's, we're going to keep this book anonymous. 
So they have four ways that they have set the hole in one prop this week. They've put it just, is there going to be a hole in one in general? What hole it's going to be, when it's going to be, and then when and where. So this book put, will there be a hole in one just any time in the masters? Yes. Minus 175, no plus 145. Okay. Let's drill down a little further though. Is there going to be a hole in one on 16? Now? Yes. Is plus 110. Hmm. Okay. Drill down a little further. Is there going to be a hole in one around four? Yes is plus 150. So you're getting a little better odds there. And then to cap it all off right at the end, they combine it all, all into one little neat little prop. Is there going to be a hole in one on 16 in round four at plus 180? So if you're like me, you know, you're just a regular guy. You notice a lot of things with the masters, you know, say, Hey, there's a hole. There's a lot of holes and ones on Sunday at 16. Why would you bet any of those other props? And why don't you just bet it at plus 180? And then just, you know, root for the hole in one there. I mean, it's just, I, I don't understand how, if like, do they watch this tournament? Do they not realize that they purposely put the pin for a hole in one on Sunday? So why is that the most favorable odds for betters? I mean, listen, I'm going to jump all over that if I see a book do that. So I guess the bottom line is look at the, how your book is pro pricing this stuff and look for opportunities like this where they're just taking a nap and they don't really realize what's going on. Like I've, I've even had a couple of years ago, I found a book that had, will there be a hole in one round four and 16? I got it eight to one. <laughs> it, it was completely mispriced. And I just went to the bank laughing. Cause I think there was, that was the year there was three hole in ones and I cashed that immediately. So, you know, like, do I get three times payout? <laughs> basically. So listen, some of these books, like, you know, they can be really sharp, but on something like this, they've never seemed to get the hole in one prop, right? If you see something like this, just bet hole in one on round four on 16 and then just go from there. Cause if it, if it's going to come, it's going to be there and you're getting plus odds on it. Yeah. Listen, I, like I said, that's why I wanted you to just take it, explain it to everybody who wasn't in Slack. That is such a beautiful thing. Like there's no, there's no way everybody listening to this just needs to get down on that. Let's go. Like, seriously, like it makes so much sense. It, it, well, it's insane. Well, not only that, it's a really fun one to root for too. Like right. you're, it, it's, I've been on the side of no, and it's terrifying. That's like Sunday. being on the under. No one likes being on the fucking under. Everybody wants the over. Let's go. <laughs> right. So like, if you're on the no on that prop, like you've seen it hit the middle and like, oh my God, is it going to go oh, in? God. It's going, oh my God, no. But if you're on yes, it's like, all right, come on, come on, come on. Like, it yeah, just, just bet yes, you're going to have fun doing it. And, you know, I mean, listen, if you miss out, it's plus 180, it is. But yeah. that's the smartest bet. That's the smartest hole in one bet of all of them. Hole in one, 16, round four. And if you see your book put in plus odds, hammer it. Hammer it. Let's go. Let's go. I seriously, I think that if, I, if, listen, if you guys don't take anything else away, that's the bet you need to fucking like. I'm telling you, like it sounds, it's perfect. <laughs> I'm so excited to play that. <laughs> the um, uh, all right, so miss cut. <sighs> all right, so why 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 don't you lead off? So I'm gonna go with a miss cut parlay. So 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 some books don't offer that. I know, but if they do, this is a really good way to get really, you know, really juice your odds. Like you can get up to like five to one, six to one, seven to one on it. So, um, so, so mine is plus 35, 22 to one. There you go. How so, many guys uh, you got in it? Five. Well, let's, well, let's see. Let's, let's bring it. Coocher. He ain't got it no more. Wife's on the bag. Wife's nagging him at home. 
nagging him on the golf course. He just wants to go to the clubhouse and escape. <laughs> um, Phil, Phil, no, we, we talked about this last night. You said I bullied you in your article description. I did not bully you. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, so so to pull the curtain back, we uh we have something that transcribes the uh, our podcast, and I'm gonna let you know it's uh, a little dicey as far as uh, <laughs> translating his thick Boston accent and then my mush mouth over here. So, I was like, I didn't uh, bully him. I just I I, 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 don't him. I don't recall saying uh, you bully me, but uh, I guess if that's what the uh, robot says, then yeah, we're gonna go with that. And then this is the one you called ballsy the other day, Spieth. Smith, I don't care how comfortable he is. Like, I, I'm very overvaluing this uh, plus ten <laughs> being eliminated. I'm a very well aware. Listen, this is a parlay. Let, scratch ticket. I'm not saying put five hundred bucks on it. Whatever, throw ten, twenty bucks on it. See what happens. And then Woodland because he has no hip. Uh, and then Matt Wallace. Like I just he, he does not have a good history here. Um, and he plays better in tougher conditions. I would eliminate anybody out of this. You can pull Spieth, do it four to one. Like I really don't think Cooch, Phil, Woodland, and Wallace are going to make the cut. I legitimately like I like I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I don't hate any of those picks. I mean, I can say something bad about all of them. So so that so that's if you know that's a good one if your book lets you parlay that. If they don't, you know, there's a couple one offs I can give you that has actually pretty interesting value. So Webb Simpson at three to one to miss the cut. So. Listen, he's not playing great. Like the best part of his game is his irons, and he's not doing that very well over his last 50 rounds. He's only gained about 0.2 strokes per round. That's a pretty far cry from when he won the Heritage back uh, at the restart. So if his irons aren't working, it's going to be a longer golf course. I mean, I could see him being a surprise miscut. So three to one, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Always once, that. right? There's always like, there's always a golfer who who is like ranked high that somehow misses the cut here that screws everybody. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it probably one of the favorites are going to bomb out. So, but I'm looking at just like who he is. I mean, you know, like it's probably between him and Reed as far as guys I think might bomb out unexpectedly. I, Reed, I trust a little more because I think he can, you know, he has the master's history. But Webb, I just, I look at him and I just, I don't know if he's got this week. I, I, mean, I think, I, I think, you know, he did really well last year. He's usually not very good at Augusta. And I think those scoring conditions were a little favorable to him. This year, I think it's the cards are kind of stacked against him. So, you know, three to one, I think I'm going to take a little taste of that. What's what's Bryson to miss the cut? Oh God. I think it's like six to one. Yeah. I think to make the one, it's like minus a thousand. <laughs> so if you, if, so if you're a whale play, you know, go for that. So, uh, you know, a couple other guys too, you know, Tommy Fleetwood's plus two forty to miss the cut. I mean, listen, you, neither of us like him. I don't think it's going to take much for you to jump on that, but nope. I, yeah. So I don't like him. Ricky is plus two ten to miss the cut. Um, I mean, I you just, scared me off. Talk. You talked to me last night and you basically kind of scared me away from Ricky. How I don't like him. I know you don't like him, but you talked about his course history. You played devil's advocate and you made me worried. This is what you do, Steve. You make me worried about what I say out loud. I don't recall playing devil's advocate, Ricky. I just said that the course history is very good. I mean, listen, I mean, the ball strike is not very good. The green, he's struggling with the putter. I mean, I just, I I don't see, listen, could he, it's taught. The thing about the masters, I guess this is a little bit scary. It's top 50, but you only have to beat like, 30 guys. So, I, I mean, more than half the field makes it. There's a lot of bad players down below too. And we're going to talk about the cut line later. I think that might 
you know, change a little bit how you want to bet that. So, but I mean, I just look at a guy who's just not playing well. I'm getting more than two to one on him, and I'll do it. Like a couple other guys who are, I think are just like freebies. It. Um, you know, like you said, Kucher, you know, plus one sixty. You know, Woodland. I think I think that's a Woodland's he's a lock. Playing, dude. He's just not Woodland's playing. Well. Woodland is not making the cut. I will. Yeah, my, I mean, I will plant my flag on that. Yeah, I mean, a couple other guys. You know, Billy Horschel's plus one fifty. He doesn't have a very good history at Augusta either. He's got really bad form coming in. He's losing about you know, 0.6 strokes per round with his ball striking. I don't like him. You know, Henrik Stenson, my boy, plus 125 to miss the cut. The guy is just not doing great. He's never really had good Augusta form. He finished top 10 a couple of years ago, but that was really unexpected. Otherwise, you know, I just, he doesn't have it. Um, you know, Brendan Todd plus 110. I know he rolls the rock pretty well. I just don't think this is going to be a good week for him as far as the weather. And then some guys who, have, you know, you got to pay a little juice on, but I just, I don't see. I don't think they got a chance. You know, Graham McDowell's minus one twenty five to miss the cut. Dude's a really short hitter, not playing well. Ches Reeves saying that minus one twenty five. Talking shit about Irishman. I mean, he's the bad Irishman though. Oh yeah, so he's northern. Not, he's not an Irish too. Yeah, yeah you're so right. you're right. So it's fine. Go. Keep talking. It's fine. Yeah. So you know, our our <laughs> our favorite underdog story, Ches minus one twenty five. I just he has been playing well. I don't think you know he's really short. Andrew Putnam, he gets away with putting. He's good at like the Corrales and like Bermuda, but put him in Augusta. I think it's not going to work well. And then Sung Kang, which is statistically the worst golfer in my database in this field. I mean, listen, I don't try. How is he here? So, Let me ask so, you. The, I need to clarify that. How the fuck is Sung Kang here? Well, because I started tracking him after he won the, I think what the, uh, Byron Nelson last year. So this is just a continual rolling, breathing document that I just continued to update. And he just, no, 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 but how is he playing the masters? Well, because he won the Byron Nelson last year and he was a, and, and, and everybody who won between the 2019 masters and 2020. Yeah. Guess, That's guess why he's right. here. It like, seems thing like thing, so long ago. Like same thing with Andrew Putnam. He won the Barracuda <sighs> back in the, like August of 2019 qualified and they froze the field like that. And, and we're going to talk about that when you come to the cut prop. Cause that might like, there's a lot of really bad golfers yeah. at the bottom of this list who, which kind of scares you a little bit as far as like, you know, some of these like longer shot miss cup guys, because listen, like, I don't think they're going to do very well, but there's not many guys they had got to beat or to make it. So, you know, that's something to keep in mind here too. But I think you know, there's a couple free spaces. Like we talked about with some of these miscut props, just because, you know, the golf course doesn't fit well, their form is bad and you're getting a little bit of plus money on it. So, uh, I mean, I, I think we did a pretty good job, you know, beating that yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. I think so too. That's what we do. We beat it up, make that whap, <laughs> make that whap. Uh, there you go. <laughs> the, um, oh, we, I feel like I, I, I we missed it. Top Aussie. Cam Smith plus three thirty-five. What do you think? Mm, see, I think, think, think there's some co- there's some competition there. I mean, I mean, cool. Jason Day, Jason Day, he's got he's big, he's boom bust. Hold on, he I, he I, just he just fell over. He can't play anymore. <laughs> that's that's a good joke, but I mean, listen, I I think with Jason Day, it's either he's going to be really good or really bad. There's no in between. So his. I, I like Cam Smith, but Jason Day's ceiling is a lot bigger. And listen, I know we crapped on Adam Scott a little bit, but it's Adam Scott, the Masters. You know, you never know. Yeah, but so, Adam, listen, listen. I know, I know, I'm burnt. Like, uh, like he gave me chlamydia, like however many weeks ago it was, when I was all over him, and he just couldn't putt to save his goddamn life. But dude, he's not playing well. No, he he isn't. But I mean, if if a lot of people are going to use the argument that oh, it is raining. It is raining. I guess that might help. Well, why? Cause it was raining in 2013. 
That's right. That was seven, that was seven years right. ago. That's right. Listen, All I need right. credit for that. I need credit that, that, for that. That ball. is that is good recall. That, that's that's very impressive. <laughs> uh, what about we didn't do top Debbie time? You got any thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I really like Matthew Wolf this week. What? Okay. I, I don't have it on my sheet. He's, pl- he's plus he's plus five hundred. Um, Hold on, you you talk. I want to pull up this list. See if there's anything else. Yeah, that's fine. And so I was expecting you to go with Schaffler actually. Uh, no. So so Wolf yeah. is plus five hundred. And once again, shocking, I'm on Coke rack at plus 900. <laughs> so I like those two. Uh, I like, I think Scotty was 350. Uh, I see 650 on my bookie. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, so I was looking, so I'm, I was so looking I'm, at the wrong site that I definitely like Scotty. All right. So let's, let's cut, let's mute your mic. And then, <laughs> so on my bookie right now, so you got Colin Moore, Colin four to one. You got Matthew Wolven plus 550, Scotty Shuffler plus 650, Coke rack at nine to one. Sung Jade nine to one, Cam Champ ten to one, uh, Abraham Answer eleven to one, Munoz sixteen to one, and then my boy Eric Van Royen sixteen to one, and then a bunch of other guys that you can guys go look at. So, I mean, I, so looking at this, I mean, I I have really high hopes of Matthew Wolf. I I think he yeah. just has the length in order to handle it. I, I think that's good. You know, I I like Coke Crack two nine to one, and then I just I'm addicted to Eric Van Royen this week. So sixteen to one, like there always seems like there's this one random Aussie or European tour player that does well. Like a couple of years ago it was Thomas Peters. Last year was Justin Harding. I think maybe it's Eric Van Royen this year. All right, that's fine because Thomas Peters is another one of my spirit animals because he go. likes to break clubs and get angry. So you really that you really like EVR that much, huh? We're going to have to have a side conversation and we're going to have to talk about this at length because these are going to be decisions I have to make. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know enough about him uh, other than that the DFS guys love him. And, but if you love him, that makes me kind of want to love him. So, okay. Play- well, let, let me, let me tell you something. So you remember the WGC Mexico tournament this year, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Cause we both got screwed on Bryson. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Eric Van Roy was in there. Be like altitude. I can figure this out. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 So remember that tall South African guy that you never heard of that was in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. No, listen, I know who he that was, is. That's Van Royen. I know who he is. I just don't pay attention to him enough. <laughs> okay. So tall, lanky guy hits it a long ways. I'm a short, stocky Irish fuck. I don't like tall, lanky guys. All right, but you got to like tall, lanky guys that hit it a long ways this week. So, and he's one of them. I know. So. I know. Oh, it's so scary when you don't know something. Um, <laughs> all right. So, what do we want to move to next? We got a uh, first round. Well, we got to do the Munaf special. Oh, the the Munaf special. Oh, let's exactly. coin it. He's going to be so fucking excited that you said that <laughs> the Munaf special. We have to. So I, I, I mean, a couple of guys that stick out as far as, you know, favorites right at the top. I'll handle, you know, you can go. Yeah, you, because you, that's your you, handle, you handle the good bets. I'll handle the Hail Marys. All right. So listen, like I, I you guys know how high I am at Bryson this week. I'm not going to go over it again, but as if I'm not sure if the odds are still here, if they're not here, still here, forgive me. But you know, first round leader, he's at 16 to one. I think he's going to do everything he says he's going to do. The scoring conditions on Thursday are just perfect, perfect scoring conditions. Good for him. 16 to one. I think you can do it. Justin Thomas usually gets off to a fast starts in tournaments too. perfect scoring conditions for him as well. Warm temperatures, little wind. that could be someone else. You know, maybe Brooks Kepka. He just gets out of the gates really hot. He's 22 to one. And then Matthew Wolf, 40 to one. Maybe he's the unexpected guy, you know, the rookie coming in who just catches fire and gets out of the lead. So those are my favorite 
guys for, for, for the mood off special first round leader under 50 to one. So, all right. How about, uh, how about some guys you like uh, down the card? So I like, I, so I, I do like Brooks as well, but I told you I have a hat on for Brooks this week with the back to back 65. So like whatever, uh, but long shots. I mean, listen, Bubba, man, if he's in his happy place and he's going to be able to come out and do it. I mean, we're at we're 400 to one. Is that right? Am I looking at that correctly? Hold on. I'll look it up. You keep, you keep talking. You keep talking. Okay. I'm okay. just like, wait, did I write that down wrong? Did I add a zero? <laughs> the, um, uh, Go crack. I'm pretty sure I had a zero to all of these. Uh, so let's just go <laughs> six sixty to one, <laughs> and then Cam Smith six hundred to one, and see woo at eight hundred to one. Well, not eight hundred to one. Yeah, eight hundred. No, Where are you looking? What is he's it? He's like he's he's like eighty to one. So how many zeros did I add? <laughs> 800 to one is like Jose Maria's old Zabel leads <laughs> first round. Dude. So. so wait, all right. So fine. Whatever. See who 80 to one. So I'm just going to, did I just add two zeros to everything? Yeah, I think you did. I, all right. So Kokrak 66, Kim 80, uh, Cam Smith 60 and Bubba 40. Like seriously, you, you could definitely see Siwoo coming out like the first round and oh. all of a sudden has hot irons. Like, Oh, absolutely. He gets the putter going. Sure. I mean, listen, that's, that's why with, you know, first round leaders, you want to throw these long shot guys. Cause it's just, con- listen, listen, What's golf con- is just one random round. So, and anybody can do it. All these guys are really good and they're all capable of shooting the 65 tomorrow. So yeah, I mean, Siwoo can definitely, you know, show up and do that. What's Connor sitting at right now? Connors. He is over a hundred to one. I think let me get my phone. Uh, crap. Where is he? Uh, nope. He's 80 to one. All right. 81 too. All right. Fine. So same as Cebu. Yeah. I like okay. cars too. I like Connor. Still. All right. You think the putter can get rolling for him tomorrow on uh, Thursday? I don't know. I mean, listen, he's already played that twice, right? Third time. That's true. Like that's the, I mean, those are the type of stupid little leans I look for. We'll see. Um, all right. So as far as matchup props, what do you got other than the free money away already? But just give all me right. Just- so, so you know, one of the things I like doing is pick a range of golfers around the same you know odds or something like you know take like a DraftKings here per se, and then take the guy I just don't like the least of all of them, and then just look at who he's paired up and match him. So. Listen, of the top guys, like I don't really like Rory this week just because I'm a slave to stats. I see the iron numbers. I know it's a long course, but you know what? He's matching against guys who can at least match him a little bit with the firepower off the tee. He doesn't have the advantage there. And he just is the worst ball striker. So, you know, you can get Bryson even at even odds over Rory this week. Uh, you can get Xander plus one and a half strokes over Rory at minus 135. DJ's minus 125 head to head against Rory, and then Justin Thomas minus 110 straight up against Rory. So, I mean, all four. If you don't like Rory this week, like me, I mean, listen, could Rory just end up screwing oh. me on all this stuff? Oh, lose, dude, that's so scary. That's, that's it is so listen, scary. I mean, that is scary fading Rory, but I, I mean, what has he done? I don't the know. Last couple months. I don't know. And but- all of a sudden, he's just going to turn it on at a place that he has a lot of ghosts. He has a lot of ghosts, but here's the deal too. He's still chasing, obviously the grand slam. He's bringing his wife and daughter to the course, right? Okay. This, this time he's bringing his wife and daughter to the course. I'd listen. I know my girls count me down. I got fucking four of them, right? The only thing that take me off of me <laughs> is my, my little girls, right? So maybe helps give him a little distraction. I have literally 
gotten on Rory in the oh, last like man. four hours. Right? All right, so, you know what? I'm going to challenge you. Justify that. Besides, besides the family angle. So, is there anything else besides that, or just just so arbitrary no. in play? Yeah, so it's definitely it's definitely he's not getting talked about, and and he has the length, he has the apex, right, to be able to if his driver is fixed, right, he will be able to carry it as long as he needs to, and in the past his wedge play has been awesome, right, but lately not so much, and yeah, exactly, just absolute trash, but. He's a guy who can lag putt. Like we see, we see, we see him do it all the time. And you're like, how did he burns the edges all day? I don't know. Look, once again, God handicapper. Like I'm not saying I'm all in on Rory, but I was basically like, I'm gonna put him in, you know, five percent of lineups and not touch him on anything uh, on the betting market. To uh, I'm gonna get 20 percent and uh, sprinkle some stuff in, and hopefully maybe he comes out looks a little okay or. Uh, middles a little bit, but you can see he's just missing it here and here, and then throw down some live live stuff on him. All right, yeah, I mean that's a, that's a very reasonable headed take there. So, I mean, listen, I, I had I, a reasonable I, take. I think it was. I mean, listen, like we are, I, I can see it. We are counting him out, and it is if it's if there's any good Rory weather conditions, it is this. I mean, one of the things. You know, one of the things I used to say is when it pours, Rory roars, basically. And um, I mean, when it's wet, you know, when there's no wind, that's when he's usually on point with his wedge. Or when he, if he is on point with his wedges, that's when he really can take advantage. I just, I don't see how they that is going to get fixed after what I've seen for the last couple of months because it just, yeah, look, it, 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 it isn't there for him, you know, with with the I'm wedge with game. So listen, listen, I get, I get the logical part of your brain, but I don't know. I mean, I'm telling you, man, like. I don't know, bringing a little girl to the golf course. Like, I don't know, it, 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 whatever. It's completely narrow the street. Like, and maybe his headspace gets right. Who knows? But I also was the same guy who talked about him like a month ago. Like he's got $600 bazillion in the bank and he doesn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> so who knows, man? See, if, if, if anyone's listening to this for the first time, this is be the podcast. You know, I come from the logical angle and then Capper comes from the gut angle. And you know what? I mean, no matter how you bet, sometimes either one or the other is right. So, yeah. you know, you guys decide right now who's right on this and then just go with that. That's it, man. I mean, we, yeah. we bring two different perspectives. There's no question about it. And, but listen, listen, it's not like I don't look at stats, right? Like I like, I listen to guys like you uh, and I, and I take that and then I just go, what do I feel based about these stats? <laughs> There you right. go. And honestly, that's the, that's how you really should bet. You gotta either has to be a good balance of both. It can't just be a slave to the, you know, analytics can't just bet totally with your gut. You no, know, it's, absolutely it's, it's not. a good balance between the two. No, it, this is, this is why I think it's the best goddamn golf podcast that's out there. And <laughs> Hey dude, we're climbing. What the fuck were we earlier today? Yeah, we're, uh, we're climbing up the charts guys. So I mean, we're top so 25. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're listening to this, you like what you're hearing, you know, subscribe rate review. I mean, that helps us out and we do this every week and we're going to keep pumping out content for you guys. So, all right. So, uh, so three shows this week, we did three shows for the masses plus a bonus one. And we are, we are, Oh boy, buddy. We are pushing, uh, we're pushing an hour on this one. <laughs> oh, we still got a long ways to go. There's, I told you, listen, this is the cheesecake factory of, of, uh, of gambling this week. You got everything on the menu. So, all right. So I, so I got my Rory angle. Do you have any other guys you want to fade as far as you're looking at those groups of golfers in order to just pepper against them? 
Uh, I mean, no, I mean, nothing that we haven't talked about already, really. I mean, although <laughs> in the last 24 hours, I have started to think maybe fading Bryson a little bit. <laughs> All right. And it's only because everybody is, this is a hundred percent only my contrarian angle and everybody is all over him. He's going to beat the field by 10, ba 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 And man, uh, you look at it any type of, any type of sporting event and everybody's on that. You want to go the other way, right? And even my finance background, right? If, if everybody's on, everybody's on X, Y, Z stock, then uh, if your cashier starts asking you about XYZ stock, it means it's time to short it and get the fuck out. <laughs> right? Like that's just the way it goes. Uh, so, so I hear you on this because as we sit here right now, Bryson is six and a half to one to win. So what's challenging for me is I know that's a terrible bet. I know so even bad. his top, his top 10 bet, I think is like minus 140 or something. That's a terrible bet too. And you know, he's probably a pretty big favor over all of these guys and the matchups. That's a terrible bet too. So like I sit here as the golf analyst who looks at the golf course, how he's going to attack it and just say, Oh my God, the train's coming. And on the other end, I'm like, these are terrible bets. So like it's hard this week, as far as what I'm going to do with Bryson. And now it's coming to the point where if I haven't got, if you haven't gotten in on Bryson already, I, I you know, the train has it's, left the it's station. Been too late. It's been, it's been yeah, too late. So, yeah. So I, so we'll talk about this when we can talk about outrights, but I think it, to really make good money, I think you got to avoid Bryson, either just fade him all together or just try and look for other places like matchups, props, tournament props, all that stuff. Because I mean, if you're like me and you just can't resist the plan that he's going to do and what he can actually do with it. Because if it does work, no one's beating him. Right. It's, it's hard for me to come around, but everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the face, right? That is true. But I mean, (laughs) what's going to punch him in the face this week? That's the only thing. So Brooks, Brooks, baby. Yeah, I mean that would be something that they were paired to go in the final round. That'd be great. So, all right. So, so another guy I'm looking to fade is Patrick Reed, and I see a couple guys match up with him this week. So you can get Bubba Watson plus one and a half strokes at minus one thirty over Reed. You know, Bubba's a guy I really like. Reed's a guy I don't really like. I like that. And then you get Patrick Cantley minus one ten over Reed. Like Cantley, I think is what it is. He's a solid player. You know, he's pretty good all around. I think he's going to finish higher in the leaderboard than Reed at the end of the day. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I get yeah. that basically a coin flip. I like that too. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Well, All right. A- anything? Any other uh, just standalone matchups you like? Or I got a couple more here. If so I like I, I like I like Reed over Hatton. <laughs> okay, so you like? All right, so you you like Reed then? You you're going against everybody this week. Because Reed, because I don't think. Well, I mean, I, as you I keep, like, as you keep well, telling like, me these things out loud, I'm realizing I'm like, right, I need to kind of recalibrate a little bit. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think a lot of people like Reed. Like, like I mentioned earlier, some of the guys in the Action Network. I saw a lot of pumping the tires of Reed, and I'm like, I don't really get this right now. But I was also like that before the U.S. Open. He, right. Well, so may, maybe I'm just wrong. I well, might be just. I might be on so, an island here. I, I mean, I guess this for me, it's the same thing. Like course history, like. Reed is the type of guy who like wants to win. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, it makes no sense. Yeah, <laughs> makes, here's the thing. So, so his last, his last, his last 50 are tr- not good. <laughs> no, they're not good. And honestly, the, the court, besides the win, the course history is not very good. He's missed. He oh. missed two of his first four cuts there. I think his high, his high finish was like T 21 before he just won unexpectedly. Oh, his high finishes was winning. <laughs> right. So in my I know. Break, Right. But in my brain, but so was Danny Willits. 
Yeah. <laughs> but in my brain, like he's so good as a scrambler and a putter, like in my brain, right? Like no, no other stats to back it up, but like read to me as somebody who's like, all right, he can chip it up and he'll drain like a 30 footer, right? Like he just will. Like, I have no idea if the stats are backing these up right now or not, but he's the type of guy who you want on the Ryder cup, right? Where pressure matters. I, and I feel like at the masters pressures matters. And that's another thing we didn't even talk about. Like no fans, like, is this going to benefit anybody? Like who's the mental midget that can't do it with fucking fans. And I mean, he, he gets heckled everywhere. <laughs> so maybe this benefits read. <laughs> Right. I mean, the Patriots openly rooted against him as he, as he uh, made the putt on 18 to win. So, I mean, listen, like I come from the standpoint where I see a long golf course. I see a soft golf course. I think there's going to be a bigger penalty to miss the greens. So it's kind of like my, my feeling with Webb. Like if this was a firmer golf course, a winter golf course, kind of like the conditions that Patrick Reed actually ended up winning in where guys right. were missing greens a lot and right. it became kind of a scrambling contest. I would like it more. I just see a golf course that doesn't fit his strengths. So that's fine. I, Look, that's, so that's, that's why that's I'm fair. Read a little that's bit. fair. That's, that's fair. Okay. So I got Coke rack over fits, um, at even money. Uh, and then, uh, Finau over Hideki at slight juice minus one time. Okay. I he's, think uh, he's I, scared I, against uh Finau over tiger woods, uh, minus one and a half strokes. Cause I like know. that one. Oh, I like that one too. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Well, that's too. all. That's all. That's all for this week on my book. You get that minus minus one twenty. All right. A little more juice just in case, All right. but you know, yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, some, for some reason they offered Xander minus one and a half strokes of Ricky Fowler at minus minus one thirty. That's so ridiculous. That's it really, I, yeah. That's like I, I, like that was right at the tail end of all those matches. Listen, I love my bookie and listen, I'll, I'll take it when I can get it. But like, <laughs> like why is Xander matched up against Ricky there? Like, uh, like, do they know something? Why don't like, it's, it's almost a suspicious that that's out there. It's always no something, man. That's it. Maybe. So I mean, so as far as some like lower profile ones, uh, you mentioned Lee Westwood earlier. I like him. And you mentioned the back injury to Ian Poulter. You can get Lee Westwood plus one and a half strokes over Poulter minus one twenty. Um, he's, he's the underdog there for some reason. So, <laughs> so I, I like that. I mean, listen, the odds can change. He might be a favorite now, but when I looked at it a couple hours ago, he's plus one and a half. You can get that there. Sebastian Munoz. I like him a lot this week. Billy Horschel. I don't like he's my, are you finally on the Munoz train? I've been on the Munoz train for a couple of weeks, man. Where have you been? Maybe just maybe you make drinks when I go because you know what you go make drinks and you go smoke. Let's pull back the curtains. I don't smoke. I don't smoke anymore. Look, look. Here's a piece Nicorette gum right here. I don't go anywhere now. I got a microphone. I can't walk with it. So I that guess. is true. All right. Well, he goes and takes a drink. And usually that's around the seven thousand dollar range. And that's where that Munoz has been living for the last couple of weeks. So I've been on the Munoz train for a while. So listen, I like Munoz this week. He's minus one ten against Horschel. I like that. And then really scraping the bottom of the barrel. He's with Billy Ho this week on my bookie. So, and then scraping the bottom of the barrel, you got Tyler Duncan against Nate Lashley. I mean, this is basically a pillow fight, but Duncan has, Duncan has a pretty serious edge with his ball strike. He's getting about 0.8 strokes per round with it coming in. Lashley's been kind of a train wreck with it. And honestly, I don't have a lot of high hopes for either. And probably both are going to miss the cut, but I think Duncan's going to finish <laughs> Who a little the cut better. Worse, baby. Exactly. Who exactly. The cut worse. Yeah. So I, I, I like the favor there. And Tyler Duncan minus 125. All right. I like it. I like all that. Except for you saying that I go smoke. I, I freshen a drink. 
And I used to go smoke. It's like the first three episodes where I could walk with the laptop and I had the headset. Like you still have. Now I got a fucking microphone that keeps me chained to this desk. And now I have a piece of nickel red gum in my lip. <laughs> See? This podcast is making it healthier, buddy. Making me super healthy. Yeah, you're there right. There you go. Yeah, definitely. Definitely making me healthy. Um, all right. So, cut line. One okay. seven and a half. So, I sent that to you this morning. It's moved down since it's now minus yeah. one. It's 146 and a half. Yeah, the, the people pounded the under. So, and that kind of, so I was thinking the cut Sweet. line. That's awesome. Is, well, all right. So, what's your take on it then? So, oh, it's dude. it. So like, that's plus. So that's plus. Uh, that's plus two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the fucking under. So you think that's gonna go? All right. So you. So that moved in the wrong direction for you then. No. No. If it went from minus one forty to minus, what did you say? Minus one twenty. So it went from one forty seven to one forty six. So you think it's gonna be a lower score then? So you think it's gonna be plus two? Yeah. Plus one. Okay. Yeah. So that moved. In the, so that moved in the wrong direction for you then, because it was plus three and a half, and now it's plus two and a half. Yeah, but what's the juice? Uh, so the juice is so over is minus one thirty, under is plus one ten. So if you like the under there, you are getting so plus odds. I just, I just, just, I just, just lost this, ten, 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 uh, lost ten dollars in juice. Yeah, but you lost a stroke there too. I mean, I listen, because the line was wrong. See, I so the, here's what I was talking about earlier. Okay, look at all the really bad golfers in this field. Right. Like, and and it's going to be top fifty in ties. So probably you factor in. There's going to be probably about 35, 40 golfers who don't make it. So you got all the amateurs. I think there's like 10 of them, none maybe one or two make it. You got all the past champions. They're all going to blow up. You got all these crap players like Sung Kang. You got, you know, Satoshi Godaira. You got Victor Perez, like guys who don't really have a shot. Kang in DFS. That was crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. So listen, I mean, so you got all those guys too. You got probably some surprise boss up at the top. They're going to miss it too. Right. And listen, like I know it's, I, it's going to be a birdie fest in right. my opinion, but there's a lot of guys who aren't equipped for this golf course either. They're just shorter. You know, they're going to be missing greens and everything. So like I was thinking plus two or plus three is going to be the cut line there. I don't like that it moved down there. So now it's just in the middle. So uh, I'm, t- I, I'm tempted to think, dude, I think, I, I think it's going to be, I think the cut line is going to be plus one. It's only been plus one once in the last 10 years. Okay. It's 2020. It might be <laughs> minus fucking seven. <laughs> like seriously, like if it's going to play as soft as everybody thinks it's going to play, right? Like soft fairways, they, they can do so much with the sub air green, uh, sub sub air system on the greens. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, dude, I'm telling you, like if everybody thinks it's going to play, like how everybody thinks it's going to play, which doesn't mean it's going to, but Two plus one or even, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree with that. The top guys, I think, are going to eat this golf course up. I'm thinking about where it's going to be with all those lower tiers, and they're just not as there's just not a lot of good players. But the lower field. tier golfers now are better than they were years ago, right? Are they not? I mean, it's true, but I mean, like, there's just so many bad players in this field that are going to screw up and that are not good fits for this golf course. Like, do you think Ches Reeve is going to shoot under par the first two days? Probably not. not. not you think Rafa? You think Rafa Cabrera Bayo can do something? Make no. I actually do. I actually that, that's a guy who I think could actually do it. Okay. All uh, right. See, for me, that's right around where I think the cutlet is going to be plus right. two plus three. <laughs> so I, I liked it a hell of a lot more when it was one forty-seven. Like that stroke makes a big difference for me. So it was one forty-seven. So so we went from one forty-seven and a half. So to- it went plus three and a half to plus two and a half. 
So yeah. now we're getting a little bit in the area there. Man, so there's no way. There's no way it's gonna be fucking plus goddamn three. All right, I I think it's gonna be plus three. You <laughs> think it's gonna be under? So, all right. So, but conversely, so the next one you got the low 18 hole score at over under. It was 65 and a half, moved down to 64 and a half. I think someone is gonna shoot eight under. I mean, it could happen Do tomorrow. You? Yes. Yeah. I mean, listen, like what? So. There's a clear disparity between the top guys who are yep. going to eat this golf course up and the guys who just have no shot. And it is going to be soft. There is going to be someone who just play, has a lights out round and goes super low. It could probably happen on Thursday. So I think I, I'm going to take the under. I mean, the under is minus 145 there. I think someone shoots 64, and I think it's going to end. I think it's what's, going to happen on Thursday. What's the over? The over is plus 115. Oh, geez. See, man, I fucking hate when they do that shit. It's not worth it. The juice ain't worth the squeeze. Like if pick, it was like pick, plus one forty, pick a side, buddy. I'll take the other two. All right. There you go. <laughs> All right. So the next one, you got number of players finishing under par. So it was 16 and a half that got bumped up immediately because that, <laughs> that was a terrible line. I mean, that's that, so that, bad. That that is over all day long. So now, I mean, I've seen some books had it at thirty. Some books had it, you know, so thirty. Number, yeah. So the number now, it, it, the consensus is twenty two and a half guys under par. I mean, for me, I still think that number is too low because the top echelon of the field, I think, is going to rip this golf course up. Yeah. The, the over is minus one forty five. I don't care about the juice. I'll take the juice. Take it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Juice don't matter. Juice only matters if you lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. And then the last thing. So winning score was first put out at minus 10 and a half. It has right. moved down to minus 12 and a half now. So over under 275 and a half. So in the birdie fest, most of the under the winning scores around minus 13, 14, 15. Right there. So yeah, 12 and a half. I mean, listen, like it's it's definitely doable. For someone to light this golf course up, especially if I think, I mean, I guess if I if, if I think someone's going to shoot sixty four, they're probably going to get to at least. Gotta take the under. Gotta take the under. Yeah. So the so there's big juice in the under. The under's minus one seventy five. So that wait, one. So, might, wait. So hold on. They bumped it fucking two strokes. Yeah. So it was two seventy seven and a half this morning. They, they bumped the, it two uh, strokes and bumped the juice because the juice well, was one fifty. I think just because money's just keep pouring in on the under because it's a birdie fest. So I wouldn't be surprised. And so if you see that two seventy five about the fucking money coming and they want to level it out, they need to. Ugh. All right. Well, I my point is, if you see two seventy five and a half, that number is probably going to keep dropping. So because I I mean, so it's two seventy five and a half, and what was the juice? Minus one seventy five for the under. So if you think the score is going to be better than the minus twelve went, and a half, the score went the score went down for mm -hmm. golf. The score went down. Yep. And the price went up. Yes. Just so what do you think? It. Don't bet it. See, I, I, I think someone's got the minus 15. I, I still think that number's too low. I mean, uh, yeah, I just, I just wouldn't bet the juice isn't worth it. You just said, juice you lay unless you lose. lose. What? All right. All right. Well, listen, listen, I'm picking a side here and it's going to be more than minus 12 and a half. It's going to be minus 15. That's the number. But if you're actually laying a bet and you have to lay 175 for that, you're not going to lay that bet, bro. I probably won't, but you're asking me to pick a side. I, I didn't ask you to pick a side. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm picking a side here. <laughs> All right. So fine. It's, I'll it's, pick a side so too. It's, it's, and I'll take will... your side because you're right. Like, I, like, but the juice, 
the juice is too much. The juice is way too much. I don't like that price. But listen, we're we're a betting advising show. And listen, if the juice is too much for you, don't bet it. But I look at that number and I think it's too low still. Yeah, I mean, shop your lines. Yeah. Shop your so lines, yes, yeah. yeah, so shop shop your lines there. If you get a better price, go for it. But I I see in my head I see right around where Tiger had it last year, minus fifteen, minus sixteen is the winning score. I think yeah. that's very I mean, do- that's very yeah. doable for somebody. This oh, it definitely makes sense. That makes sense. But man, the juice is too much. It, put the line movement and then the juice movement at the same time over twenty four hours. No way. It just stinks. <laughs> you know what I mean? That it does, just smells. That does stink. It just smells. I don't trust. I don't. I don't trust them because, you know, they're all wise guys. The, <laughs> the um. Yeah. All right. So what else we got? Just outright? Is that all we have left? This is after, it. After yeah. an hour and fifteen minute betting show. Has it been an hour and fifteen? Yeah. Oh my god. This it, it actually flew. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. We so did so the so, the first one. I'm pretty sure we put out about four and a half hours of content. We did because we not including guys. not including your hit. <laughs> on SGP and then uh, the game show. <laughs> that yeah, we I still, I still got to write a column after this guys. It's going to be a late night for me. So, all right. So, what, so, so listen, I mean, if, if you're listening to this, I put out my outright winners column and I kind of, and, and so you kind of know where my head's at already. Um, I already said earlier that I I'm, I'm torn between Bryson is a terrible bet at where he is. And, he, and he's six and a half to one right now, just the golf analyst in me has this unshakable feeling if he's winning. So if so, in my mind, if you're going to pick a guy, you got, I think all roads are going to go through Bryce and you got to pick a guy who's going to beat the big bad bill at the end of the video game. So, um, so why don't you go ahead first, as far as what you're thinking, as far as outrights. All right. So my rights haven't changed. If you guys were listening to this stuff, I mean, I still like Rom uh, 10 and a half. And the more and more Steve Jason's heels in on Bryson. I'm getting ready to fade. <laughs> the, um, just because everybody's going that way. Like, it's just my way of thinking. Mm. Brooks 70 to 1 still. Brooks Brooks is my favorite play. He's my favorite play. This dude is a fucking killer. 65 65. He wants to go out and show he's still better than Bryson because Bryson's got a fucking ego too. And he wants to show he's the man. You know what I mean? Like, listen, whatever you're doing with your driver, go fuck yourself. I'm still better than you. Right. I'm a three-time major winner. What have you done? Nothing. Right. Like he finally won the open. Like, okay. Like whatever. I love Brooks and I like Bubba. He's down to 33. One again, long shots, Rose 80 to one. Uh, I touched on it earlier, just like whatever at, at this price range, what are you going to do? Um, and see <laughs> woo at 200 to one. But honestly, like you look at, if you have a bet already, like it's just live bets at this point, right? Try to try to find somebody who middles on on Thursday that you think has something going on that Steve can back the stats up for you in the Slack channel, and then go make a bet on him live. Where those odds, these odds are going to shift. These odds are going to shift so fast on every on every putt, every, everything, right? So pay attention to the Slack channel, listen to what Steve says. And uh, we can make our bets from there if you have a yeah, bet. Yeah, I agree. I mean, so so we're talking right now. We already mentioned Bryson's down to six and a half to one. DJ's eight and a half to one now. He was <laughs> no. twelve to one to start. So if if you haven't gotten in on it, like I I like DJ a lot this week. Me too. I mean, eight and a half to one. Like, yikes. Yeah. So you can't bet. Um, I mean, just I think you're right. Like, I think if you, I think you missed the boat 
already. If you haven't gotten in on any of the top favorites, like the, the one guy that's moved down a little bit of a top favorite. So Xander went from 14 to one to 16 to one. And listen, he's super chalky every time. Like he's like, Oh, is this time for Xander? But the dude has been knocking on the door so much this year. It just like, are you on, are you, is, are you on the Xander fucking train? No, I I'm not, but I'm intrigued just by the 16 to one price, just because of the fact that he did almost win last year. And listen, I love Xander. I, I, if you put a gun to my head, I don't think he wins, but if you feel a little strong conviction, the Steve, price, seems, the, the, price the price seems to be moving backwards on him. So if you it like does. him, you know, you might be able to get a little better price than you did at the beginning of the week. So, I mean, as far as where we sit now, like I still love Hatton, you know, he's moved down a little bit to 30 to one, you know, even though he doesn't have the length off the tee, I'm much more bullish on him than him, than you are. I think he can get it done. And listen, like, I know there's the anti, you know, there's, there's the argument that you need good course history in order to win here. And honestly, the last decade, that just isn't true. And I'm going to run through the guys, the last decade and what their history was at Augusta to try and swing you. So, all right, Charles Schwartzel, 2011. He was a guy who kind of was, you know, walk, you know, he, he was hanging around the European tour for a while. Finally, he got his breakthrough around 2008, 2009, played the masters 2010. He finished like T 30 one inch in 2011. Bubba didn't have a top 20 at the masters. He played it four times and then finally won in 2012. Uh, you got Danny. I, Willett. I mean, he played, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that stat. Yeah. Bubba was not very good. I mean, he's only, he only had, he had, he finished, I think fifth at Oakmont in 2007. They lost in a playoff at the PGA. Those were only top tens of majors. And then he was 50 to one. He won in 2012. So yeah. listen, we think of Bubba as this, you know, Augusta God. Yeah. He really wasn't until he finally won. So hmm. in 2016, you know, Danny will was similar to Charles Schwartz. will kind of hang around the European tour. He's, you know, there for a couple of years, you know, he earned his battle scars you know, play the masters in 2015, finished like T 56, you know, he was crowned by Jordan Spieth and ended up winning. Um, you know, we all know, <laughs> we all know Sergio, like Hashtag, the masters was sorry. never going to be, the masters was never going to be the one he was going to win. We always thought it was gonna be the open championship, the U S open. He ends up winning the masters unexpectedly. Never. I think he only had like two top tens in his career. The masters finally ends up breaking through uh, Patrick Reed. So he missed the cut in two of his first four masters with a top finish of like T 22. Unexpectedly win. So listen, like I think course history matters, but I think it matters more about how many times you played it and then you're familiar with it. And then if you can match up your game to how it is, if you can peak at the right time, that's where I think course history matters. I think we get so caught up because Tiger just continually dominates. And we say, Oh, well, you got, you know, he just knows Augusta, he has the advantage there. I mean, listen, that's great, but like there's countless examples of guys who have climbed the top of the mountain. Right. Don't have good course history at Augusta who can still do it. So I don't think you should discount Hatton for what he's done okay. and look more about who he is as a player and how that's going to translate to this game. And the fact that he has had experience playing there, he's got a couple of ma- masters under his belt and he's kind of like with that, you know, in the Willett vein and the Schwartzel vein where he just like, he's got a battle scars. Like he's 29 years old. He started playing the European tour back in like 2011. Right. So he's been a pro for a while, been around the block. You know, I mean, I think he's comfortable with his own skin now. The the stats I've already gone over oh, with you guys about how great he is. Move. Yeah, so I mean, listen, like uh, the bad course history that I think a lot of people are knocking for, it doesn't really phase me because I know who he is right now, and he's got enough moxie and experience under his belt that I think he can get it done. Sounds like you're on fucking Team Hatton this week, kid. 
I, I just, I like, I, tr- I, I look for reasons to get off. I mean, you know what? I mean, maybe he busts that he busts Cause I liked him in the PGA. He missed the cut. I liked him. He also missed the cut, but I just, I'm looking for reasons not to like him. And I just, I keep, I'll give you one back to him. I'll give you one. He's English, right? He's an English man. Look, you knew it was coming. You could at least let me say the line. <laughs> yeah. But so what, what does that say about your Justin Rose pick? <laughs> listen, that's a long shot. Like whatever, like fuck it. Listen, whatever. There you <laughs> I mean, it's much less. Oh, but listen, I, everything you just said, why would you do? Why don't you tell me this shit on like fucking Sunday and Monday night? It's, instead of it's, Tuesday night. It's, where it's now I have two- to go recalibrate all my shit. It's Tuesday and his eyes are going backwards. So I know. So there's that. I mean, so so my last guy is I, I mean I may mention I think Jason Day has high ceiling, bottom of the barrel floor. He's forty to one right now. Oh. You've seen the high upside with his ball striking. The guy can roll the rock, and the guy has awesome. I mean, listen, if you want to use, if you want, if, if you want this to be a crutch argument, you know, you want to use the good course history. Well, he has fantastic course history. Right, absolutely. Pre course there. After that though, like I'm looking at some of the guys that are like 50 to one and worse. I just, I don't oh. see, I think you're throwing your money away at a couple of these guys. Like, I mean, Paul Casey, is when was the last time anybody under 50 to one or over 50 to one won this tournament? I mean, Danny Willett was 50 to one when he won in 2016, 2017. I think Sergio was like 40 or 50 to right. one, but I mean, it's Sergio. It's, it's under 50 every fucking time. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Reed, I think it was like 35 to one, 40 to one. And then 2019 tiger. I mean, it's tiger. So, mm-hmm. but I, but I think what's different this year is this field is really top heavy. Like even some of the, like more is like 33 to one. He's struggling. Like Tony Finau's 20 to one. Do we really think he can get that? And then moving down the card, like, you know, Louis Yo, Uswizen. To, Tony's gonna win this week. Everybody's shitting on God. him, just like we are. Every, I'm telling right. you right now. I'm telling so, you, fucking. So listen, like, I mean, looking at the guys are like 41 or worse. Like Jordan Spieth, 41. Tommy Fleetwood, 45 to one. Adam listen, Scott, 45 Spieth. to one. I, I'm not. I'm not done. Let me keep going. Let me Spieth, keep going. 40 to one. All right, listen. Paul Casey, 66 to one. Ricky, 66 to one. Like, do you think any of those guys are gonna win? No, absolutely. I not. don't like and like gun your head. Like I know Siwoo Kim is like cute, but like you think. No, I don't think gonna gonna Bryson. Do you no. think he's going to be DJ this week? No. So I, I think that's why, like, I'm going to be really heavy on props. I think you can tell by the sound of my voice talking about lies, perhaps how excited I am. Lies outrights. I'm just not no. all excited. And another reason too, and, I, and this is going to be my last point. And it, it, so if you subscribe to data golf, you can see like all these like expected values, quote unquote, that you want to look for guys. And what you end up seeing is that all these outright bets are terrible. Right. They're all mispriced. You're getting ripped off. So, and really, I think that, you know, the lesson you learn is if you really want to make consistent money betting on golf, you got to do props. You got to do matchups. You got to, because then you can find value. You can find ways that books screw up. If you yeah. just bend these outrights, you're never kind of chasing your own tail. Yeah. No, listen, those are insanely wise words. Like it's really, I mean, think about it. Like you are literally betting on, it's not betting Pat's jets with a spread, right? Where one team's going to win and one team's not, you are literally betting on a single player out of 155 quote unquote teams to win. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are the odds of that? Like, it's not great. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, it, like if you, if you look at like, like let's take Brooks Kepka his projections. Right. So like, if you take a, you know, they crunch the numbers, he's probably going to win a tournament once every like 30 times. He's 18 to one this week. 
So listen, like at some point, like you look at a guy like, all right, am I going to really split hairs between like 33 to one, 25 to one or anything like that? But like, you just got to have this mentality that like the number you're looking at, it's not fair. I mean, it's against, I mean, obviously, I mean, books are trying to make money, but like the best way to make money betting this is not outrights. Yeah, no, listen, I 100% agree. Absolutely. I mean, look, especially, especially where these numbers are like six to one, eight to one on DJ. Like, I love both those guys. It's a terrible bet. Yeah, no, it's, it's an awful bet because you were li- like, what What are the actual, what's the percentage? If you look at eight to one on a 96 man field, what is that? Like, you're literally betting like, what, 6%? Like, you're putting money on a 6% bet. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, like, against, by the way, all the top players in the world. Yeah, against all the top players in the world, that this guy has a six percent chance of winning, and I get an eight to one payout. Fuck off. Like, no, you're hundred percent right. The only, uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. The the, the outrights uh, are are very very tough, <laughs> but but matchups, top twenties, top fives, things like that. I mean, that's how you can grind and make your money, and you can catch. You, listen, you catch books slipping, not at the Masters. You're going to catch him slipping at last week, the Houston open or whatever shitty tournament we're going to be talking about fucking three weeks from now. Right? Like, no, because- we're getting right back on the horse of the RSM next week. <sighs> sea Island, baby. Yay. Oh, Holman oh. Davis love the third. Oh, I wonder if I can get like a, what, what do you think the uh, PGA press credential passes? Uh, we'll talk about this offline. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's not too I, th- I think you might, I think you might've missed the boat on that, but uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think you gotta have that. We gotta have that well in advance. They 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 vet you pretty good, and they, I don't think they can turn that around in a week. That's all right. I know. Uh, I know the uh, the head of the HR at uh, at the PGA. All so. right, there you go. <laughs> I actually do though. Our daughters did dance together. <laughs> the uh, I swear to God, <laughs> the uh, he likes me. <laughs> He's from New York. These uh, <laughs> <he's> your people. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever, man. It's off the fucking rails at this point. We've done like fucking five hours worth of massive contents. I'm a half in the bag. Fucking, we put out a ton of shit for you guys. Uh, listen, uh, follow Steve in the Slack channel because that's where he drops all his knowledge. You can follow me at Boston underscore Capper. Uh, it's Masters Week, man. We've given out a ton of content. I feel like uh, we've done a really good job. And yeah, dude, I'm so excited. Steve, you excited? It's- Fucking Masters Week, of course. Masters I'm Week, dude. It's fucking Masters Week, man. You got like, me dropping the f bomb. That's how I, excited I am. Dude, listen, Sunday is going to be so good. Like the, the leaderboard, everybody knows it's going to be awesome. Like I cannot wait. Like it's going to be just like stud central. Like fuck the NFL and your stupid Cincinnati Jaguars game. Whatever, who cares? Like the Masters is where it's at. You want to see athletes compete? Let's go. It's going to be John Rom versus JT and John Rom. <laughs> is going to take it down. All right. So for (laughs) the golf gambling podcast, this is Boston Kappa and Steve. What was the new nickname? The uh, Pied Piper of props, the Pied Piper of props, the God of golf himself. Let's go. Green screens. Fastest week. Let's go, baby.
For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.